Welcome everyone to this episode of Awaken the Possibilities. I'm your host, Terry Wildeman. It's so exciting to bring you amazing guests that really make you think. And trust me, today you're going to be thinking and feeling and experiencing a lot. I have the amazing Dr. Dory Martin Neville, who happens to be one of the faculty members of Intuitive Leadership University, and she will be doing the Women in Leadership program for the, for the Leadership Wisdom School. So having her on today is ultra special for me because I love everything that Dorothy talks about, who she is and what she represents. So a little bit about Dorothy. As the founder of four companies, Dr. Dorothy has firsthand knowledge of the challenges facing men and women in business. In addition, as an executive business coach and consultant, she has supported individuals from all levels of success, Park Avenue, New York City, to a small town in Maine. Consequently, patterns and similarities are readily understood as she brings extensive wisdom, knowledge, and experience to the table. Gosh, we're lucky to have you in the leadership wisdom school, Dorothy. Dorothy is an example of what she teaches. She has been asked to head the health committee of the UN Global Summit on Conscious Capitalism, where as a leader in her field, she will speak to the need to bring heart, soul, and humanity into healthcare. Leadership, to be effective, must have impact. The level of impact you want to have requires an equal level of personal growth and transformation. As a best-selling author, her newest book, Will Real Women Change the World, addresses just that. Welcome to Awaken the Possibilities podcast, Dr. Dorothy. Thank you very much. It sounds so impressive. I think, oh my God, what a woman. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you are. So you're a rock star. I mean, you know, just fabulous stuff. And, you know, you and I have had many, many conversations and we've been in each other's lives over, in and out over the last 20 years. Um, and more recently in the last couple of years, which I am so very grateful for. Thank you. Uh, you have so much wisdom. You offer so much. You have so much insight. And when we connect, magic happens. So I'm really looking forward to sharing that on the podcast. So one of the things that you and I are both passionate about is leadership. Thus, you are one of the faculty members in the Leadership Wisdom School. And as we both know, women are rising. The, uh, the feminine in all of us, whether you're a man or a woman, is beginning to really open up like, a, like an egg. We, we are giving birth to this, and it's really fascinating uh, to watch. So in this, during this time of challenge, it seems like, that seems, we are in a waiting process. The world is taking a nap, N-A-P. I call it nurture, appreciation, pause. Nurture, appreciation, and pause. So as we wait, I would love to get your perspective on waiting as it, it what is the difference between waiting and procrastinating? Think of how you just presented nap. Okay. What that reminds me of is a chrysalis, is something in the process of being formed. 
It is waiting to become a butterfly. It is waiting to evolve and fly at its greatest beauty and its greatest heights. Mm -hmm. To say it is procrastinating is to deny the absolute transformation that's taking place in the process of being still. Yes. Dramatically different. It is dramatically procrastinating. different. All right. So to me, waiting can be a process of just keeping busy doing nothing. Waiting can also be a time in which you're in reflection in which you're in preparation, in which you're doing all the back room things that need to be done. So when it's time, you can fly out the door and all the preparation has been finished. It's really a choice. You know, um, to me, this comes down to, are we surviving this journey or are we surviving a part of this journey? Or are we actually living in the process of it? Yes. And I've done so much TV and radio in the past few weeks with this whole pandemic that's going on in the United States and looking at what's the spiritual purpose of it all. Mm. And there's a huge spiritual purpose individually as well as globally. And when we look at the waiting versus procrastination, many folks are in their homes you know, in this two weeks or two months of isolation. And what is going on there? What is going on? Are you getting bored? Are you getting angry? Are you stagnating? Are you surviving, waiting to go back out? Or is the man or woman you are today dramatically different than the man or woman who's going to come out of this period of isolation? because you have done so much growing in the process of waiting for life to come back out and be social again, theoretically, because we can be as socially now as we were then. The difference is we're not doing it face-to-face in person. But what are we doing? Are we simply putting in time and surviving this process? Or are we using it to grow dramatically and really thriving in this process, getting to know ourselves, getting to know the parts of us we've lost because especially in the American culture, we have been so busy running in circles continuously mm-hmm. that there's no time to catch up with yourself. The go, so, go, go syndrome, I call it. Right, so this can be an absolute blessing in which you catch up with yourself, in which you catch up with the people you love, and it may be an adjustment. The first few days, you may know, not know if you want to kill them or not kill them because you're adjusting to life. You know? but, I love it. You know, but that, let's deal with reality. But over time, it really comes down to, um, are you going to learn to love again? Are you going to learn to open your heart again? Are you going to focus on the parts of them you don't like? Or are you going to focus on the parts of them you love? That's right. And it really says, who do I want to be in this world? Who do I want to be in my own soul? And so there's a waiting. And yet, what a rich, rich time this is 
if we choose to make it so. You're absolutely right, Dorothy, because, you know, the waiting can come from two perspectives. It can come from feeling scared, insecure, uh, being very fearful, or the waiting can come from the perspective of what you were talking about before, being and getting things in order, getting to, to reconnect with ourselves, you know, getting to reconnect with our family members, because how many parents have literally not reconnected, you know, they, they've been doing what they can to keep all the balls in the air. Right. And now they're, they, they need to yeah. learn to like each other again. <laughs> they, really, they really do. I saw something um, flashing across my phone or something one day last week, and Jimmy Fallon was doing like a 10-minute at-home thing before he does his show in the evening, which I never really stayed up late enough to watch. So, But it was fun to see this little at-home piece. And he started off by saying, you know, after two weeks in lockdown, my wife and I realized we made a really good choice. He That's said, nice. we knew it in our heads. Yeah. But we're so busy with kids. We're so busy with the show. We're so busy with life. But being together for two weeks, mm -hmm. we became busy with each other. That is really cool. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely love that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So as we wait and we rebuild, I like to say we wait. Yeah. And we rebuild. Mm -hmm. We uh, allow our intuition to guide us. Gosh, we can tune into ourselves. What a wonderful thing. Yeah. And our intuition guides us to work with or perhaps identify our inner genius because many yeah. of us, many of us run away from our genius. Many of us run away from the talents that we have because we think things are so easy for us in that specific arena that we don't think it's important. How You know, you know where I'm going with that. Mm -hmm. That you may have somebody who can decorate a house like it's nothing. I mean, it's just fun, bada bing, bada boom, they do it together. And another person looks at that as, I can't even put a pillow in the right place. <laughs> you, know? you know, that's inner genius. That's talent that we're born with. So perhaps this time of waiting, instead of procrastinating, takes us to a place where we can truly connect with our intuition that will guide us to what our true inner genius is. To then, like you're talking about the butterfly, it's part of the transformation of who we are when all of this lifts. What are your thoughts on that? There's a few things you put in. Um, like you say, I love decorating. To me, the fun, the best part about moving is I get to decorate a new place. There you go. So I love moving um, because it's a new opportunity to, to use the same things. I don't throw out and start all over again. I use them and sometimes I end up giving away because I move into a smaller place or a different mm -hmm. configuration or, and it doesn't fit. But I love doing that. But, and, and our friends have said, please help me out. Help me out. I love what you do. But is that something I want to do as a profession? Right. All right. So that inner genius, and I think we have many elements of us yes. that are really good at many different things, but there is that one reason we're here and our intuition allows us, if we listen, 
That's the big word, isn't it? Okay. To recognize all the things we're good at, but don't necessarily want to devote our lives to. Because my experience in working with folks is that somebody said, you're really good at thus and so, therefore you should go into that field. And because somebody was lost, they said, sure, I'll do that. So they go into that field. And just because you're good at it doesn't mean that's where you belong. That Thank you. Does, doesn't mean that's it, a big distinction. Yeah, because that doesn't mean that's going to feed your heart and your soul. Mm-hmm. That may not be the piece that brings out the best you there is. Now that brings up a, I, I just saw this image of a child who is really, really good at sports and the father keeps pushing the child because the father has ideas of, or the mother, the parent has ideas of this person, that this kid going professional. And just because the kid is really, really good at that specific sport and they're pushed and they're pushed and they're pushed. How many times have we seen children finally get the courage to say, I'm done. That's not what I want to do with the rest of my life. Right. This is not enjoyable anymore. I don't want to do this. And so what ends up happening is that we need to, and I think for me, it's those moments when we stop that we get the opportunity to say, wait a minute, is this truly where my heart and soul is fed? Is this truly the gift I brought into this planet to help the world's transformation? what am I doing here? What is my purpose for being here? You know, what is it that calls me to be most alive and most me? And the word tenacity comes up. Mm -hmm. How do we link bridging tenacity with waiting procrastinating um, and just being able to tap into our wise intuitive selves as well as our inner inner genius that word tenacity it's really can just I could see it connecting the dots let's let's take your school as an example okay I'm gonna be teaching there now, I'm in a period of waiting until things are up and running and a class starts. Mm-hmm. Now, I can be annoyed and frustrated because what the heck is she doing? She should have started it last Tuesday, all right? Or I can say, it may start in a week, it may start in a month. What do I need to do for me to prepare the best class I can offer? Right. So the students get the most out of it mm-hmm. in a way that best supports everybody. Right. And so my tenacity says, I'm going to make this. Oh, my babies, she'll be fine. Um, <laughs> my, do you notice they like children? She was sound asleep over there. All right, I would have put, locked her up in a room. But she was perfectly sound asleep over there until, wait a minute, mommy's not paying attention. Yep. You didn't even notice when you were sleeping, sweetheart. That's why mine's locked downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa, who's in charge of this program? It's me. It's me. No, it isn't, my love. Um, so it's just, um, 
the tenacity says, I am waiting and I am going to be offering my best. I am going to do the best I can do when it's ready to go. And I'm using my time to make sure everything I need to do, whether it's in feedback, whether it's in handouts, whether it's in doing Q and A, I am going to be so giving and so present that I'm using this time with that tenacity and saying, well, I really don't care anyway. She's not doing it. I don't care if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If you, you know what I mean? So we can go anywhere we want to go with that. That's but right. if I've got to wait, I can wait with a half an ounce of interest or I can wait with excitement and passion and vibrancy. That's right. Ready and now's go. the time to get it up and going. So I'm, I'm still waiting. I'm, I'm still waiting for the little sample ditty that we need to get done. Oh, see that? See that? Um, <laughs> see, this is thank you. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay. And that's something I could get out. You know me. I could get that out in a half an hour. Yeah. Um, so um, we need to get onto that. We're going to be doing the university, by the way, on the Rizuko platform, which I'm very excited about. All right. looking at, uh, as you're writing that down, if for yes. anybody who is looking at creating an online course, uh, I have found that the people at Rizuko, R-U-Z-U-K-U, are phenomenal. They pick up the phone. They pick yes. up the phone. They talk with you. They guide you. They're absolutely amazing. So I have switched from a couple other platforms actually to Rizuko for that reason, because there's a live person on the other end of the phone. This is the tenacity. I am going to keep doing the best I can do while I do this. And if I have to go through 14 places to get to the best for me, that's what I'm going to do. That's the tenacity. All while you're waiting to get this going, the tenacity is preparing you, it's preparing the context, it's preparing it all. So that we've, again, waiting isn't a passive. Right. We can make it passive if we choose to, but in and of itself, waiting is, you know, a woman who is pregnant, she's waiting for this birth, but I can assure you there's a lot going on. If you've ever been pregnant, there's a lot going on. Yes, Um, there is. So, you know, there's, we need, to me, we need the tenacity because nothing happens without it. And it's a, that's a very interesting image that you brought up because I know for myself, I'm that pregnant woman when it comes to the school. Look at that. I am that pregnant woman when, and right now we are in month seven is what's coming up for me. I'm in month seven. And is that true? Yeah, that's true. Month seven. We got it. We're getting all the sample courses together. We're getting all the videos together of all the faculty members. We're, we're doing a lot of the hard stuff right now, getting the, the web pages ready to rock and roll and cook. And by number eight, I think this could be a premature baby. (laughs) I don't want to wait nine months. (laughs) We may be doing it six months earlier or six weeks earlier. Uh, But anyway, um, yeah, I I don't think I'm going to wait nine months. But anyway, uh, we're at, uh, from a week's perspective, we are at about week 30, 31, right in there, 32, and getting this thing cooking. So just, so just yeah, it is exciting. It really is exciting. So just look at um, the tenacity that you have yeah. 
and not standing still and doing nothing until it starts, then you'll do what you got to do. Your your tenaciousness says, I'm getting going. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm going to go through as many of these as I need to, to get the right ones. I'm going to look at enough people that I need to look at to get what I think are the best teachers program that's right that's it that's it and you know i want to bring something up that happened by the way with the school from a leadership perspective from an intuition perspective and from a perspective of not listening to intuition to uh not this past weekend but the weekend before i was building the life wisdom school there's three schools in intuitive leadership university the leadership wisdom school the business wisdom school and the life wisdom school And I had chosen to start with the Life Wisdom School because in my world, what I have learned in leadership is if I don't help the leaders work on containing their stress levels and learn how to become more resilient, all the practical, tactical, and logical stuff that I teach them tends to fall on deaf ears because Mm -hmm. they are way too stressed. So I've always started, even when I own my leadership center, I've always started on stress management first. Well, two and a half days later, I created the website, the web page for that specific school. Everything was done, everything, you know, the pictures on and on and on. And it was, I was ready to hit the send button to send to my webmaster. It disappeared disappear i mean gone no recovery nothing i'm going through this thing and it's like i just spent two and a half days on this writing the copy and making sure everything was was spot on for the life of me i i mean i cried i just walked away from the computer for three days after that I, i i was just so upset well i know when I need to reach out to somebody else to get me grounded. And I was really ungrounded with that. That really, um, that specific events really threw me. And I thought, what is the message here? And what's the gift? Yeah. Well, yeah, what is the gift? And the gift was, and you'll appreciate this, um, and I um, and I was working with another faculty member, Dr. Stephen Hobbs who's very uh, intuitive and very insightful. And I said, Stephen, help me get the, you know, help me get clear on this. And we both went into zone. And what became very clear is I was working on the wrong school. Uh, the first school to launch is the Leadership Wisdom School. And it's already, it was already created. I just have to find two mm-hmm. page. And so the Leadership Wisdom School is going to be the first school to launch. And I, I just sort of went, ah, because it felt right. Right. But yeah. geez, look at what I did. I pushed. I wasn't listening. I, I was determined. I wasn't listening to the intuition. I pushed through and the universe said, what do we got to do to get through to her? And we've t- you and I have talked about this before, that when we are in will, yes, we are absolutely out of balance. We are. We need intent not will. Will is about force. Yes. When we live in intent, we are allowing while we go forward. 
And we will see obstacles, we walk around them, we don't fight them because we're not in force, we just keep on going because my intention is to get there. And I will just walk around when I need to and I'll deal with what I have to and I am just gonna keep on going because that's my intention. But force says, I'm gonna knock down every little mother that gets in my way because I'm going and this is what's gonna happen. And and that's where I was that weekend. And, it was on a weekend. Yeah. It was on a weekend. And, doesn't work in our body it doesn't work in our energy field it just force does not do it will is not an asset other than in a very short term process Mm -hmm. minutes you know well you know we teach this stuff and we end up teaching what we have to learn for ourselves do we not i how many times have i said to you we came here to teach what it is we came here to learn you know Absolutely. Really, yeah, really. So, the Leadership Wisdom School will rock first. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dorothy Martin Neville is going to be the faculty member doing the uh, Women in Leadership program, which I am so excited to build. We're going to have a sample, and on the website, you're going to have a little video of her talking about who she is and why she's part of the faculty. And it's just going to be fun. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Well, Dorothy, thank you so very much. This is not going to be the, this is not the first time. It's not going to be the last that you're going to be part of the Awaken the Possibilities podcast. You are actually also going to be in our Awaken the Possibilities Facebook group on Friday. Yes. Doing the Freedom Friday. Every Friday, I have a member of what we call the HEAL Network, Holistic Education and Leadership Network people of which some are faculty members who are going to be taking time out of their very busy day to spend time with me to help the Awaken the Possibilities group members take flight and step into their freedom. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, and help many attend, many attend and and watch so we can really answer questions and deal with whatever, whatever comes up right now at this time. Yeah. And if this podcast is after that date, which I think it may be, Dorothy, actually, you can re- you can actually watch that Facebook Live either in the group, Awaken the Possibilities, or on YouTube. It'll be up there, too. So, Dorothy, thank you. This has been a very insightful and wonderful chat on leadership, our own personal leadership, yeah. and what we need to do in order to transform so that we can be the best leaders we can possibly be when all of this is over. Right, and ready ready to go with that tenacity, ready to take off and fly. Absolutely. All right. So thank you so very much. And to my listeners, Awaken the Possibilities listeners, I look forward to seeing you next time. Your success.